welcome to the Ed Tech Coach. This is the very first episode in what I hope to be as a as a nice ongoing series of informative podcasts that help you guys understand how EdTech is affecting all of us, uh, a, a way and a space that we can share ways in which we've used um, Ed technology to our own benefit. We're not going to talk all the marketing hype and build things up unless we've already used them or had experience with these technologies in order to sort of talk from experience of how they've actually been put into practice with our own learners so i'll be getting guests from across the industry uh, maybe even some uh, people who create the actual software themselves but this is all about ed technology this is all about how we're going to innovate for our learners and hopefully there'll be something in it for everyone today's episode we're going to speak to sam who's going to speak to us all about microsoft forms and we're going to have a chat about how that has worked in her classroom Sam, over to you. Tell me, what is? You know, oh, well, I know what forms is, obviously. We we all know what forms is, don't we? But you've got this special affinity with forms. What is it, Sam? Oh, I really, I just really love forms. To be honest, with you. <laughs> there's no there's no denying it. My students will tell you I use it all the time. I do their heads in with it, but I love it. It's such a great tool. I've discovered it. Probably started using it about two years ago when it was newish. Um, certainly new to me at that point and I was a, I was a little bit ropey with using it and I've just used it more and more and more and with the move to remote teaching uh, I'm sure every teacher up and down the country will agree that it's really hard to figure out how much your students now know and don't know. Um, forms is amazing you can ask a quick you can set up a quick form and a quick poll in your teams calls so you can get a how are we doing, who understands this, one to five and things straight away. So I can get that instant feedback. Um, I can set questionnaires on there so I can like the students can actually I can record their like name and email address so they don't have to fill out all of that stuff. I can see what they know, what they don't know, test their knowledge, see where we're at. You can do quizzes on it so it can mark it for them, which saves me a job as well. Um, I just generally, generally love it. I think it's great. So uh, I can't see any reason why you wouldn't use it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Forms is part of the old Microsoft uh, uh, Office 365 suite. And yeah. uh, obviously, we're, when we're, doing, we're talking this, we're, this is primarily then focused, I imagine, on the old uh, assessment sort of scheme of things. And that's what you're saying. It's sort of enhancing that uh, ability, make, making it a bit more streamlined, I suppose, is it? Yeah, I definitely use it mainly for assessment, but it's a nice way for students to be able to ask questions and stuff as well. So sometimes I've put uh, a form out and it's been anonymous, so I don't get to know who's answered it or anything, um, any questions about this topic. So your students can actually ask you a question and it does they, they know that you've got no idea who's asked it. Um, so they can ask the stuff which they might be too embarrassed to actually come to you and ask or put their hand up in the class and ask and things. Um, so, you could, yeah, I do use it mainly for assessment, but at the same time, you can use it as that sort of anyone need any help and you get a random like little, yes, please, can you help me on it? Or can you just go over this part? And it's really, yeah, it's a really nice way of being able to interact with students without it all having to be on teams chat or teams calls or email and things it's nice it's quick um sometimes even just a do you understand this content yes or no 
like uh, how confident are you one to five and you get so much information back on there which in the classroom you'd get from people's faces but we don't get that very much now that we're remote well, I'm, I'm very conscious. I don't want to be sounding, sounding like I'm a salesperson for, for Microsoft. I'm far be it from us to do it. You know, as with all things that we'll ever talk about on EdTech, you know, it's going to work for some and it's going to work for others. And, and clearly forms in this stage has, has worked for you. Um, yeah. Within this, obviously, COVID and lockdown and, and online slash remote teaching, whatever terminology uh, you want to put to that, um, what do you think has been its biggest success for you, what 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 do you think has been its our Because let's be honest, with with a Teams chat that we have, you could write a question and they could all answer quickly on that question in the chat bar. If you know, at the very basic level, so you know, even if it's a yes or no, write yes no or put your hands up if you all think this. You know, with the features that Teams has got. So what what has this done that has allowed you to sort of succeed a bit more? I think this gives the students just a bit more because it's oh, it's really it's really difficult to explain to be honest but because this well try I mean it's a podcast yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay come on <laughs> I think the best part about it is that it isn't it isn't public so the students can put their actual answers rather than I always worry whenever I use the raise your hand function in teams I've gone raise your hand if like if you agree with this and if 90% of the class put their hand up you can guarantee the other two are just going to do it just because they they feel that they should agree with it rather than it being what they actually think whereas because forms is um it isn't in that public sort of sphere for for the class they can be a bit more honest um and quite often I'll set a form before I start a lesson so I'll put it out on their teams page a day or a couple of hours before so they can see it, they can answer it either really quickly or they can spend a bit of time on it. And it's just, it, I think it's just lending itself to be very student friendly at the moment um, for them being able to give me the information that they need to give me. I think one of the key things, because like, like you, I've also been practicing with uh, forms as well. Uh, and certainly there's there are a number of, of really huge benefits that I've noticed with it uh, as we've started. Not to mention, like you say, the, the, the ease of which we can give it to our students and share those forms with the students, but also the um, the, the potential anonymity. I'm going to have a heart attack in a minute. That one, the, 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 the fact you don't know their name. <laughs> so it's, so it's uh, one of those where... That, that's also really good sort of features as well is, is built within it if needs be. But I think the other key feature is that you don't have to think about what the other person is reading on. So many times we would create a questionnaire on a PowerPoint or, or a Word document or, you know, have to come up with some other fandangly email way of doing it. Whereas this intuitively because it's cloud-based has yeah. that ability to recognize what device the, the the recipient is using and i think that is one of the key things for me regardless of the content because let's be honest your questions and your and your um your form your your feedback your assessment is only as good as what you're putting into it as the the person creating that content but you know, you can make something look really beautiful and wonderful on your computer and it works great and you've created yeah. it and you know exactly all the niches to make it work. But then when it goes to the other end and the other person has to see it, you're then 
you know, what you've done on your desktop doesn't fit on their screen like when they're doing it on a mobile phone. Whereas Forms, because it is cloud-based, it can recognize what device they're using. And I think that is one of the key wins for me is the fact that I know all my learners, regardless of whether they're looking at a phone or they're looking at it on a mobile phone, A, can see it how it's meant to be, sort of, or see it how it's intended, but B, interact with it on a far more intuitive level. If it's desktop, it'll allow you to do the desktop bits. If you're on a tablet or mobile phone, it allows that touch functionality. Does that, yeah? Yeah, yeah that's like, I love all of that. I think that's that's definitely one of the big things of it being so, so good is that you're right, it, it, it does just adapt itself without us having to play with settings um, or the student having to play with settings. They literally press the link and it works. And the other bit that I really love about forms, and this is more thinking about that that patch where we were in the classroom for sort of September, October time, um, and sort of phasing back in, is the QR codes. So um, I know I had a couple of my lessons where I had half my students isolating and not, not coming in because they've been contact traced and had half the class in the room. And you're kind of doing this fun like little dance between like actual physical teaching and still remote teaching. I could use a QR code, so I could put a QR code on my um, PowerPoint, and it meant that everyone in my in the room could scan their phones, get the same um, the same form. I could put the link on Teams, so anyone that was logged onto Teams, whether that's at home or remote, could also click the link. They had that there, and it meant that I could get that instant feedback in the same way from those two groups of students, whether they're sat a couple of meters away in the classroom or whether they are. 25 miles away at home in isolation because they've been told they're not allowed to leave the house for two weeks and like that's one of the other really nice things about it is you you as a teacher don't have to adapt that assessment style all of a sudden like oh I've got 10 people in and 10 at home what do I do it's it's there it's done so your assessment is really there, like you say, because it's got that built-in QR feature as well, so it creates that QR code yeah. for you, doesn't it? Um, you know, when you go to the share selection at the top right there. But um, it, ultimately, you've got that ability, like you say, you can already have that assessment set up. And even if they're not on an actual device doing the lesson, but they're in physically, they've got that ability. No, I, I agree with you. Yeah, no, that's, that's a really key way of uh, allowing that hybrid learning as well which is something that is being bounced around left right and center uh, you know um but yeah no it's i think forms itself is is massively uh, underused at the moment certainly in terms of getting those quick wins getting that information on board it's a hard one i know because certainly where we are both you and i we, we teach in, yeah. in further education and therefore the answers become more expansive at that point and obviously we're looking for that critical analysis and things like that but sometimes certainly for the formative assessment type of things check me out using proper words anyone yeah. think i've just passed so <laughs> using proper that formative type um uh, I'm being too teachery for my liking here. Let, right, let's go back to geeking. No, I'm joking. Right. So the so the formative side of things is where we're um, is where we're gonna find find the real value and real quick wins to get that formative assessment in. A little bit of pre-assessment and I suppose, and um, just confirm we we can we can reuse those forms as well, can't we? So it's, yeah. So we can duplicate them. Um, which I've got a couple of classes of. Uh, the same course but I've got essentially two tutor groups for them so I've got group A and group B 
um, I can create one form and duplicate it. So I've got group A's answers go on form one, group B's answers go on form two. It means that I've got that separate for the ease of being able to sort of go, right, well, this class needs this, this class needs this and things. Um, and that's really good. You can co-owner them as well. So if um, if I was teaching group A and one of my colleagues had group B, I could create one form send them the co-ownership and they would see all of the same answers as well so um it's it's one of those things that it really is it is really really adaptable to teaching and that's what's really nice about it well i also heard as well that the you know they've going off on that one as well with the whole from from one of some of the microsoft meetings that i'd sort of been involved with as a, a innovative educator me thingy majiggy yeah uh, it was uh, that they are put in the, I'm not sure whether they've done it yet, I think they have, where you can do like classroom groups of forms so that you can categorize them, like you say, shared ownership, but you can actually have a group of you all using the same form or have it available, so stuff. So that, that could be quite cool coming forward. I'll tell you one other final thing on Microsoft, because I, I mean, it goes without saying that you've got all the different styles of questions and it goes always without saying as well, you've got the Likerts and you've got your, your multiple choices and you've got all the other different types. So that they, 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 they're simple enough to look at. You need to look at, put forms in a channel that tells you a million things. But the one thing I did notice about forms that I think is actually quite pertinent, especially if we're trying to get kids, you know, doing all their videos at home or where they're trying to do evidence of of practical activities that they're doing at home and things like that you can do an upload a file upload within forms as well can't you and it saves it to sort of a OneDrive space or wherever it is that's sort of centralized but there's no limit to the file size you can put up there that's, yeah that's um that's a brilliant thing and it's really good um with some of my groups because i teach over in creative arts at the moment um, we do like we've been doing some things around data and how to like how do you collect data how do you do this so I've used a form to see how much they know about data collecting and then I've got them to upload as a file their own form which they have used as a survey with everyone else in the class um, and I've got them just to screenshot it save it in word and those kind of things and just upload it so I've got it there and that's really nice. The other, there's so many really good features. I could go on for hours about <laughs> this. The other thing I found the other day, which I didn't know about, is you can actually add videos into the questions. And that has been amazing. Again, teaching over in creative arts, we were doing some stuff about like uh, title sequences. So instead of going like everyone, I need you all to go and watch this title sequence or the question being like, what do we think of the title sequence to whatever program? I could just put the title sequence there. And then I knew that they are definitely going to know what on earth I'm on about. It um, does make me laugh, though. Great. I've done that a couple of times with YouTube clips. And I, I don't mean to cut in, but I've done that a couple of times with YouTube clips. And because I, and for those of you who don't have used forms, obviously, I'll explain a little bit more in a second. But I've added a YouTube clip in and had like six or seven questions afterwards, you know, Here's a thought, you know, typical for those TED talks, which make you think about stuff. And then you ask questions about what you thinking, what are yeah. your thoughts on? But it was it was something along those lines. It was coming to Christmas. So I did a bit of fun, have you? Anyway, I'll, at this stage, be aware that the video was 12 minutes long. OK, <laughs> nice. And, I, and you laugh because I know you know where I'm going with this. So at the end of it, when we're going through the results coming back in and obviously I'm like, oh, they really enjoy the video. They'll get used to it. And I've sent this out via Teams. You know, this is your bit. You know, this is your lesson for the day, all that sort of stuff. Don't panic. I'm here if you need me and all that sort of rubbish. So 
which which we all do, obviously. And then uh, as, as I sort of look in for the results as they're coming back in, and then I'm like, okay, once you've done it, you can have a break then and all that type of stuff. And uh, the results start coming back in. And obviously I've got 20 minutes where they've, you know, taken a real good time. I've got 22 minutes, lovely. Because at the top of the forms, when you look at it, you can you can start scrolling through them to see who's what. And then it's like 12 minutes. I was like, oh, I, I, that, they've probably skipped a, three minutes, four minutes for the whole. I'm like, right. So clearly they haven't watched the video. They've sort of clicked on yeah. them guest have a, have a guest at the questions and stuff like that which is i suppose uh, we used to call it well, obviously myself i'm ex-army and we used to call it squaddy bingo for some of the tests because they were all <laughs> multiple choice and you just dab and hope you know so <laughs> but yeah it's uh it, it is it, that, it but you're brilliant it's a brilliant feature i'll tell you what jumping on that time thing that's another really nice thing using it for part of assessment is you can not only see sort of what people have said but you can see how quickly they've got there so have they spent 45 minutes on it and are nowhere near the mark well you know that you've got quite a lot of quite a lot of work to do but they might have spent a minute on it and have got it all 100% right and you're going right I really don't need to go over this topic anymore because you can see sort of how how much time people are particularly if you've got loads of written answers in there you can see how much time people are actually having to put into it which is nice um yeah, and it does the same in quizzes as well. It gives you the time for how long they've done a quiz. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you can tell if they've been Googling the answers, which is amazing, because if you've got 10 questions and they're all true or false, you kind of know it's going to take about four or five minutes, 30 seconds a question. Yeah. So when you've got them coming back at 15 minutes, like you Google <laughs> every be, single one yeah. of those answers. <laughs> Who's got 100% right? <laughs> and I know that's not true. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just There's no way you, you you are not a chaser. Yeah, you didn't even guess those. Like it's fifty fifty. Absolutely. Oh well. So yeah. So forms, forms. Uh, good thing. It, it needs to be expanded more. I'm sure we'll have another chat again if there's ever any developments. They're always developing all everything at the moment, especially with the amount of education they use in Microsoft. Um, I know that they're in constant talks and, and really working hard. I mean, ultimately, most of these things have come from the business sector. You know, most things are commercial. Yeah. And maybe that's my, not my pessimistic view of things, but, you know, let's be realistic about it. You know, even even Microsoft Teams started life out as a, as a yeah, meeting and a conference yeah. business tool. And we've took, I mean, it comes to reason, <laughs> this is it. And, and I was in a meeting when this was said as well, whiteboard. The whiteboard feature, which is a whole new kettle of fish we come on to, that was only put there as a sort of collaboration tool between three or four people. And of course, we as teachers suddenly take over teams and see the term whiteboard and we think, yay, we got a whiteboard. And, it, and we put 62 people on it. <laughs> yeah, we put 62 people thinking it's amazing and not one person can write anything. So yeah. Anyway, that's our story for another day. Sam, thank you so much for joining me. Um, for the day and chatting I'm going to chat with me about forms and um, yeah we look forward to seeing you again yeah thank you and you no worries see you later Sam (laughs) see ya